Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. As we get started today, I want to take a minute and thank my sponsor, Baron Fig. Baron Fig makes the most incredible guided journals, you guys, and they're kind enough to support my meditation teacher training each year by offering every participant a Bloom meditation journal to use throughout training. I use and love this very same journal to track my own daily meditation practice, and I really can't recommend it enough. It is beautiful, it's well-organized, it's concise, and it's easy to use. If you are wanting to kickstart or refresh your journaling habits, be sure to visit baronfig.com and check out all their journal options. That's B-A-R-O-N-F-I-G.com for all of your journaling needs. All right, officially happy Monday. I'm glad to practice with you all, even if it has been the longest Monday of all time. (laughs) At least we're ending it in a beautiful way, right? And I don't know if you've noticed this, but last night as we were eating dinner, my son pointed out that it was still light outside. And we all like did a double take at the window. Oh my God, it is. And it hasn't been, right? Like all of the sudden, the day just got a tiny bit longer. And we got to have this really fun discussion of the earth spinning and seasons and how things change and cycles. And it was a tiny moment of, honestly, for me, total joy of like, oh my God, it's going to be spring in a minute. We're going to be outside. We're going to go plant a garden. Like It's going to be lovely. It just was so refreshing. And then in the same vein, here we are, week four, and every Monday night for the last four weeks, we have marked the phases of the moon. We are making the full cycle of a lunar cycle together in this class. And I think there's something about the intentionality of simply noticing the cycles in our lives that feels important or replenishing or even just lovely in some way, maybe. And so maybe you have looked outside. I don't know what time you'll get up. I'm an early riser. Between 5 and 6 a.m., if you look outside right now, the moon, at least where we are, is spectacular. It is bright. It is visible. It's like low enough down that you can really see it. And we're creeping up. I think tomorrow night is the last quarter moon of the cycle. The last quarter means you can see exactly one half of the face that we see, right? So it looks like you're seeing half the moon in the sky, a perfect half. And every night 
or morning, I suppose, for the last couple mornings as I've looked outside and seen this, I've watched as it gets closer and closer to that halfway point. There's a little bit less light every single morning when I look at the moon because it's moving its way towards the new moon, towards the start of the cycle again. So the light is diminishing. And this diminishing light is energetically poising us for completion. It's setting us up to reap the benefits of our intentionality. And as you know, we've used the phases of the moon as guideposts for our practice. We started with the new moon, a dark moon, saying, turn inward, become present to what's happening for you in this particular moment in time. And then as the light waxed, meaning more light started to come on, every single night we were adding light. This was the moment when we said, let go of judgment. This is our brainstorm time. This is when we sit down, we're present, and everything that shows up in our practice, we say welcome. The thoughts, the feelings, the distractions, all of it, welcome, 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 welcome. And ultimately, we add enough light that the moon is full. That was last week. And in the full moon, in the fullness of our practice, we remember to add a little bit of warmth or compassion for ourselves. Remember, this was the good job. Just that little bit of warmth for self as we learn how to be present without judgment. And those three threads, presence, non-judgment, compassion, are the three threads that over and over and over again we weave together to create a meditation practice. Sometimes we might focus on just one, Sometimes we will feel all three strung together in a practice. But always these elements make up our practice. And then we hit this last phase that's completing the cycle for us. This is the waning moon, right? Meaning the light is diminishing. And it's saying, don't forget your intention. We sat down and we said, get present, be here. And the diminishing light, the tail end of the practice, this is when we're so likely to drift because we've gotten cozy or a little bored and maybe we've drifted towards a daydream or sleep. Maybe we've gotten lost in a thought or a story and we kind of forgot that we're meditating for a minute. And that tail end is when you go, oh yeah, I'm meditating. And you maybe straighten up your spine just a touch because you slumped over. And you turn your attention inward one more time. And the goal with that is can you catch the thought you're having in this last minute? So you can imagine if we were meditating, which we'll do in a minute, we have that chunk of silent time. And then I come back in and I say something like, feel your next breath, right? And as I say that, that's the waning moon. Well, the practice is about to end. And what can happen is we can go, oh yeah, the practice is about to end. Whew, 
thank God that's over, right? I'm going to go eat my dinner now. I'm going to go stretch. My back is killing me. And so we start moving in our bodies and maybe we like stretch a little bit or we start anticipating what's going to come next. And the waning phase is really to say, stay here. Don't forget what you started with, presence. Turn your attention back inside. Stay and see if you can catch what's happening. If it's a daydream, what are you daydreaming? If you were lost in a thought or a plan, what was it? What were you thinking? What were you planning? And then I say, wiggle your fingers and toes, blink your eyes open, do the little sigh, let go of your practice. And before you do anything else, you reach over and you pick up your journal or your notebook because it's right next to you and you write down what you remember. And I know I talk about journaling a lot. And I will tell you, I think it is as important as the practice itself. Because this is how we remember the wisdom of the practice. This is how we remember the wisdom. But I'm here to tell you that what you write in that journal probably does not look like wisdom. It probably looks like incoherent thoughts, half sentences, random words, memories. Maybe a to-do list is in there somewhere. I'm going to read you one of mine in a minute. But buried in that is actual wisdom. So I'm going to give you an example. And it's funny because I actually shared this in my meditation teacher training last week. And as I shared it, I was like, I bet I'm going to put this in a class one day. And lo and behold, here we are. (laughs) It only took me half a week um, putting it in a class. So this journal entry was from last week. I was sitting outside. It was sunny. It was an afternoon practice. And so I'm doing my meditation. And just like I described to you, tail end of the meditation, I drift off a little bit and I'm daydreaming. I'm having like a, almost like a dream, right? It's a daydream. And as I feel my practice coming to an end, I'm like, what was I just dreaming about? Got it. And I wrote it down and I almost didn't. And you're going to know why when I tell you, because it was so stupid. It was the silliest, weirdest, actual dream. It was just like you would have a dream at night, nonsensical. So this is what I wrote down. I'm just going to read you a sentence of it. Trying to tame or ride a wild bucking bull. All I have in my hand is a shoelace. Trying to control tame, question mark. Like, why would you write that down, right? It's a random cartoon-esque dream, except that I wrote it down. And as I wrote it down, I thought... Well, if that isn't the best metaphor I've ever heard for how I feel about my life in this very moment, like I am trying to contain, to control a wild bucking bull with a shoelace. That is how I actually feel about my life in this moment. And there was some profound wisdom for me. That's not meant for anybody else. But for me, it was like, right. Why would you try to tame a bull with a shoelace? You wouldn't. In this moment, what can I actually control? Not that much. 
And so maybe I'll just soften the grip a little bit, right? And I share that not because the bowl, the bowl is the wisdom, but because the daydream was the wisdom. The thing that didn't feel like meditation, the thing that felt like a throwaway, and it would have been a throwaway if I hadn't written it down because I wouldn't remember it. It was a dream, right? We don't remember our dreams if we don't write them down. But because the journal practice exists, I wrote it down, I had an aha moment, and a week later, I remember it and I'm talking about it and thinking about it in my life. And so this is the lunar cycle. This is the cycle of meditation. We sit in presence. We move through non-judgment, compassion, maybe even a little drifting. We return to presence and we write the wisdom down. That's how we reap the benefit. And then it's the new moon and we start all over with our next practice. It's the next day. We sit again and we do the whole thing again. So we're going to do our practice together now. 20 minutes. If you want to grab a journal or a notebook and have it next to you, I encourage you to do so. You can even put notes in your phone. But I will cue you to try to remember the last thought you had. And we'll see what wisdom arises. Yeah? So let's find a comfortable seat. Go ahead and shift around a little bit if you have been still. Making sure that you're seated in a way that feels supported and steady for your body. Let your hands rest onto your lap and your eyes close. And together as a group here, let's all take a nice deep breath in. Opening up your mouth, releasing a sigh. And we'll do that again, inhaling deeply. Opening up your mouth, releasing a sigh. And as you allow your breath just to fall to its own natural pace, you'll silently say to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as you feel the intentionality behind those words, perhaps you let yourself sit down more fully. Relinquishing your weight, your body, into the chairs or cushions beneath you. And your mind's eye tracing up the length of your spine. Feeling the shoulder blades roll back and down. And lifting up through the top of the head just a bit. We're breathing. 
and the muscles through the face relax. The forehead, the eyes, the jaw. Perhaps you allow breath to move out across your collarbone. Feeling as if your collarbones could spread and settle. Maybe you notice the way the chest rises and falls as you breathe. Or the way the belly expands and contracts as you breathe. And you notice that this simple scanning through the body, this is our call to presence. This is what allows us to land right here, right now. And maybe you just simply say, welcome. Welcome to yourself or to this moment. This luxurious time when all we have to do is sit and breathe. And so we turn our attention to the breath. Perhaps you'll just steer all of your awareness just inside your nose. So that as you breathe in, you're feeling the movement of air inside the nostrils. And as you breathe out again, you're feeling that movement of air. And there's nothing for you to describe, explain or correct. You're just feeling air move through your body. And it's here that we'll relinquish judgment. That no matter what shows up, no matter what thoughts or daydreams or feelings arise, we'll just continue to say, welcome. 
and then gently steer our attention back to the breath. Following the breath in through the nose inside the body. And from deep in the body, following that breath all the way back out through the nose and into the room. In a moment, we'll settle into about 10 minutes of silence. And each time you find yourself getting lost in a thought or a daydream, This is when you offer compassion. Good job. Because you noticed. And come back, feel the next breath. And we'll just do this here. Weaving presence non-judgment and compassion. Into these few minutes that we have together.
We feel our breath here. And we turn that attention inward if it's drifted, catching the thought, the story, the daydream, whatever it was that was going on in your mind. Even if it's just a wisp, a half word, catch what you can. See if you can keep your attention inward as you allow your breath to deepen a little bit. And if you slumped over it all, you might straighten your spine just a touch, rolling the shoulders back and down, wiggling into your fingers and your toes. You're feeling into the edges of your body. And then we'll take a deep breath together here, inhaling fully. Open up your mouth, release the sigh. Taking all the time you need to blink your eyes open, to reach over, grab your journal or your notebook, jot down anything that comes to mind. And as you're starting to do that, I'll take a minute just to say, you know, of course, I picked an example that felt like a poignant example of journaling. But there are many days I journal that it's not an immediate metaphor, right? There, I'm just glancing through my journal now, but there's a, tons of little comments like felt restorative and grounding, tired, distracted, you know, just like little not metaphorical notes. And those matter too because they build the habit so that we do catch the wisdom. So you journal, 30 seconds, two minutes, whatever time you've got. And then you release the practice until we sit again, starting the cycle all over. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find this show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.